0: Welcome to another edition of Racial Barriers Removed. We took last week off for personal (laughs) reasons, more along the lines of Life Just Got Ahead of Us. Uh, I'm Andy Villanueva, James Moore, sitting in as always. And this week we will discuss a few things that happened last week. And most importantly, I want to discuss Juneteenth when we get to it. But first of all, James, Obviously, there's a lot of uh, news going around. District Attorney in San Francisco was removed by the people uh, through a vote. Uh, George Gascon in Los Angeles is having issues with uh, the way he's policing things for as the District Attorney in Los Angeles. Chicago is dealing with a lawsuit with a 13-year-old that was shot in the back with his hands up. And we will start there. Um, obviously, there's a lot of shootings going on in Chicago as of recently. Just not the one with the police, but um, this one in particular is kind of a bad one because it it's something that we've discussed quite a bit on this podcast. And that's police reform and what happens. Uh, you know, w- your first thoughts on it.
1: Once again. If- I'm I'm getting sick of hearing I fear for my life, or my safety and the people around me. It's a 13-year-old kid with his hands up, and he's shot in the back. I don't understand, but the main thing I keep hearing in situations like this is they fear for their life. Why did you become a police officer? If you fear for your life, you should never be a police officer because you're paying to protect and serve. And first, is not shoot first and ask questions later. Should never be that. But it's, it's just sad. But 13, 13 years old, and, and, and they done destroyed his future. Who knows what he could have been or who he could have been? Well, he can still be somebody. But, you know, who knows? He could have been great in some court aspect. We would never know.
0: I mean, the But sa- now he
1: got time to educate his mind.
0: Yeah, the sad, the sad part about this whole situation is he was a, pa- a passenger in a vehicle. He's in seventh grade. And basically, the vehicle was suspected of being involved in a carjacking earlier in the day. In a nearby suburb, and that guy jumped out and started running. And the kid basically just did not do that. He basically uh, put his hands up, complied with the officers, and the officers went ahead and, I guess, shot him. Uh, Well, obviously, they shot him. But I I find it really, really difficult that Chicago PD. A do not release the names of the the officers because they did not they they call them John Doe, um, which is really really difficult for me uh, because you know how can you defend it? Second issue is is I think Mayor Lightfoot has a lot more issues, um, not only with Chicago PD because she wanted to defund them so they're definitely against her, but also because. Um, you know, it's chaotic there. There's, uh, there's a report saying that 39 shot, four were fatally in weekend shootings this week. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, 47 (laughs) people hit by gunfire. 13 of them were just walking around.
1: the summer just, the summer just got started.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, summer just got started and, you know, it's really sad. We, you know, um. We we're part of a next door neighbor group, and um, it's an app. And basically, I've probably read in the last week people posting. Was that were those gunshots or were those fireworks? Because you know it's Fourth of July, and mm-hmm. that's where we're at now when it comes to to whether or not we don't even know if it's a a gunshot or a firework. And it's sad. Well, that,
1: that's my app. I, my alarm app sends me updates or, or somebody them posted like, hey, I live at such and such and it's been a mass shooting over here. I heard gunfire. They're fireworks. You know, I get all kinds of little alerts about my neck of the woods and where I live in. And which is somewhat, you know, depending on what time, type, what type, time of day it is, Commonly expected. You know, if it's late at night, yeah, you're going to hear your occasional boom, boom. Yeah, somebody just let off a couple rounds. You know, you might even hear something boom, boom. Like, okay, who's playing with the double barrel? (laughs) You know, so, but yet and still, I I look for the stuff of, you know, little Johnny been shot around the corner or little Timmy was shot two blocks away. Those are the ones that I really look out for. Anything else when somebody say, you know, with that fireworks or gunfire, you know, I pretty much say they, they never heard a gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh You know, the sad part is is uh I was texting somebody late last night. I listen to the police scanner a lot. I listen to it when I'm in Cincinnati, I listen to it when I'm here at home, uh late at night just to hear what's going on and, you know, it's a good way of being able to police how the police are in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because you can hear how they're dealing. Number one, you can tell when they're dealing with stress um, based on the calls. Um, number, two, mm-hmm. number two, you can also see the ones that really go by the book and request things from their superiors. So um, I'm impressed by that. Uh, so that that's another thing that is important and impressive for me is that we do have a situation to where the poli- you know you can hear what's going on in a lot of terms. But yesterday in an hour, there were I think six shootings in an hour. There were six reported shootings. One dead at the scene. Another one was shot in the face. Um, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, and I never did Chicago. No, this was in Houston. Sorry, I should. Oh, should've... oh,
1: good, oh, good Jesus.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. One DOA, pronounced dead at the scene, um, and I don't want to make excuses for the police, but literally they are having to do overtime in Houston because not a lot. They don't have enough police to go about it to where the night shift has to come in or the night shift has to stay get approved for overtime, and then you have the date shift coming in and doing something as well. So um, it's quite interesting, and it's quite disturbing all in the same, same realm. So obviously, you know, we want to, you know, we want to, you know, hopefully, you know, that, that kid gets what he has coming to him, which is a large settlement. Um, Hopefully this opens up new barriers of discussion for the um, police to find newer ways to handle pursuits, because that's not the way you're supposed to handle pursuits. And we shall, uh, I hate moving on from it, but we shall move on to the district attorney issues in California. Um, Have you heard about this? Fortunately, no. Good. I get to tell you about it. (laughs) So in California, there are two district attorneys um, that were voted in by the people. And uh, one of them is Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon, who basically uh, was uh, elected a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, let's see, he was... He served as the District Attorney of San Francisco from 2011 to 2019. He was a former Republican, now Democrat. And his um, big claim to fame is that he wants to basically... um, What's a good word for it? He he wants to be a reformist when it comes to bail reform. The problem is... The problem is is that He allows for criminals that show a lot of criminal activity, whether it's um, assaults, um, shootings, anything like that. He basically lets them go free after a while. And uh, now there is a recall effort. Uh, They do have enough signatures to get him uh, recalled. And the vote will take place in November but the LAPD have been hiring or have been uh repeatedly uh you know basically stopping people that need to be stopped and be put away and then he allows them to um be released be released and so what has happened is uh last week sadly a gentleman who has shown a penchant for violence had another uh, violent attack where he ambushed two police, shot and killed them in El Monte, California, and he had been released by George Gascon. So, oh wow! So um, I'm not going to put the onus on George Gascon because obviously he wasn't the one that pulled the trigger, but he has basically. Uh, seeked a lot of no cash bails for a lot for quite a bit of offenses and those that have the bail where they have um issues with like like violence and all that they try to lower it instead of go by the bail the bail schedule that they have and Mm -hmm. um it's gotten pretty bad in a lot of respects and uh I think this was the tip of the iceberg with him when when he uh sadly did this, when this sadly happened. I think I think now more than ever I think that's gonna happen. And I think with what happened in San Francisco with the district attorney Jesse Boudin, he he had the same situation occur where he was recalled, but he's blaming it on the right wing conspiracies that they were the moving force but i think um if i'm not mistaken over 95 percent of san francisco is democrat so i'm gonna guess that unless everybody changed their affiliation um democrats voted them out it's all about being <laughs> safer right i mean we all want to be safe regardless
1: yeah, but stupidity is stupidity. <laughs> I mean,
0: so where why do you, would you release? So, so, where do you stand on where do you stand on, on bail reform? I mean, I think we're both we're both on different sides of this.
1: Now, let, me, let me put it like this, okay? There are certain aspects of of the bail reform that do need attention to. But then this other part of it is like, okay, so if this guy was in there for a violent assault, you know, he should have, his bail should be set. No 10% or, you know, whatever the charge was that got him into that courtroom, he should have automatically had a fucking bail. I mean, a, bond, a bail set. He shouldn't have been let go. Because I'm going to put it on the judge. Because and he'd have been in jail, then he would have been out to shoot for the two hours. So yeah, yeah, I I mean a prosecutor, yeah. Straw <laughs>
0: sure wheel. I find I, it, say, if, I find it. I, I find he, it real. Go diff- ahead. Go ahead. I find it really difficult to to think that if we've set bail amounts, and I know I know the argument. Oh well, we can't afford to get little jimmy out or little mikey out of jail because you know the bail is fifteen thousand dollars and we don't have fifteen hundred to get a bail bondsman well maybe okay. if it's a fifteen thousand dollar bail i'm gonna guarantee you he did something that was violent in in california it wasn't something it wasn't something nonviolent.
1: i guarantee you wasn't non-violent here
0: well, yeah, where
1: little Timmy got a fifteen thousand dollars bond? Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee it wasn't nonviolent here.
0: No, I'll, I'll, but he I guarantee... still got a
1: fifteen thousand dollars bond.
0: Yeah, but I mean that—that's where that's where—that's why I said I'm with the drug reform.
1: I mean the bail reform system, but it has to be done right and it has to be done across the board.
0: Yeah, I agree. That, well, I guess we do agree on this. Um...
1: Yeah, well, we're, we're, I mean, but it has to be done right. I mean, it can't favor one side, not favor the other.
0: Because no. I'm going
1: to tell you right now, when it comes to bail, it never fa- favors the other. It favors one side, but it never favors the other.
0: I mean, you could say it. You could say it favors the white people and the rich.
1: I, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is.
0: I mean, you can get messy. It's fine. You're allowed know, to get messy. I'm,
1: I'm, but, but I'm I, it's still early. <laughs> <laughs> it's still early I got time but I'm just saying I mean real shit you yeah. know which has been proven time and time before Set in the courtroom I'll give you a perfect example sat in the courtroom with my oldest son he he, he was doing something stupid in his car he got pulled over got a ticket and had to go to court excuse me I'm sorry and so we're sitting there hearing all these other cases. This white guy got clocked doing 75 and a 35. You know what he told the judge? The judge asked him, why was you going so fast? And these was his words exactly because I got a fast car. You know what the judge gave him? He told him driving school. A $200 fine. We get to my son, he want to be the first one to put a bad mark on his record and lock him up for six months. And I sat there and looked, nah, we're going to back this up. We need to get a continue because now I'm going to go get him a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... And but all my son was doing all he was doing was speeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean So But you but but you you but you see the two different, I mean, even though it wasn't no well, I'm sorry. Or the, the judge said, Well, we could do it that way, or you pay twenty five hundred dollars, or I'm locking him up on things, yeah. Say what?
0: Yeah. Um
1: oh, you just wanted my
0: money. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, and not to mention, I think there's, you know, there used to be a lot more opening. There used to be a lot more more availability to court records than there is Mm -hmm. now to where you don't have to pay for everything. So you could run a judge's name and see what he does and what he doesn't do and, you know, who he, you know, if you see if you see who your judge is, you go and you you Google him or you do whatever and you see what he's done. And, you know, the the crazy part is, is that take a note of it because at some point in time, he's going to have to run for that seat again, right? Well,
1: here's the thing about it. it. It happened to where he went to school at. So it, it really didn't no here or there, but it was just like, hey, slow your butt down, leave him alone. Do what you're supposed to do, cause now they're gonna be watching.
0: Yeah. And I mean your kids are. But correct. that judge
1: wanted, well, see, that judge wanted to be the first one, you know. He he was an A B honor roll in college, always on the dean's list, no negativity on him whatsoever. But that judge wanted to be the first one to give him that bad mark on his record.
0: That's the way it always is. You know, I I was you know, actually. But, but a guy sat there and said, he
1: said,
0: why would you go on fast? Because I got a fast car, driving stool, and $200. But you want to lock my son up for six months or get $2,500? You know, the, ba- the bad part of that whole situation is that technically, the fact that he just got, technically, you have to put that on the, on the police officer. And I'll tell you why. At least, At least in Texas and in California, I know for a fact that if you go 20 miles over the speed limit, that becomes reckless driving.
1: Exactly. That's, a, and, that's anywhere.
0: And so if it's that way in in Ohio, then he should have, he should not have been, he should not, he should have been in a regular courtroom and not a traffic courtroom. And I still remember I got a ticket and, and we'll, we'll end with, with this here as far as like the bail reform and all that, because I do want to get to Juneteenth. But um, when I was driving from Arkansas or from Ohio to Arkansas, Ohio to Houston, I got pulled over in Arkansas. And I know how fast I was going. I mean, how can you not go fast when there's no cars in front of you? Um, but the speed limit was 70 miles an hour. And normally I'm, you know, hovering about the 90 mile an hour mark when mm-hmm. i'm driving um but apparently my load foot took in and i went a little faster than 100 miles so uh, i got pulled over right um, right the cop the cop is talking to me and he he asked me what i why i got pulled over and i said i'm gonna bet it's because i was probably going too fast that was the only thing i could say right i mean what i mean I've learned that you take accountability for all of your actions and all your mistakes. So, um, I'm just going to take it. I'm going to just take it, take it like a man. And he goes, well, I'm going to run your stuff. And if it comes back that you have any warrants or if you've done this before, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the book at you. And I go, cool. Comes back 10 minutes later. He goes, you're all clean. And I go, cool. Do I get to leave? Do I not get a ticket? goes oh no 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 you do not not get a ticket but i will go and say that you're going 90 instead of 105 and i'm like okay Uh, i'll take it i'll take it that's right and he goes and he goes but he goes i really would appreciate it if you don't fight it i won't
1: and
0: i'm like no i'm cool like i will pay the ticket you want my credit card now to pay for <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> right? So it's like, I know I did it. I, and he goes, you know, I could have gotten you. F-. I go, man, I go, I will take, I, I teach my kids accountability all the time. I will take, I will take my punishment and get in trouble when I get home. Because I know my wife's going to be upset. So the irony of that whole thing is that my wife, my, one of the first times my wife and I were, were going out on a trip for the first time before we got married we were driving from LA to Oakland and we had to get somewhere and I took a nap and when I woke up she was going 110 up Interstate 5 and I closed my eyes back up because I wasn't sure I was watching it and then I opened up again and (laughs) she was still doing it and I look over and I go that's a little fast so yeah. So she she definitely has a left foot, but I don't I mean that's kinda nice. She just doesn't get caught. What's the difference? All right, let's get to the main attraction. She's cute, you wait. Uh, yeah, that's too. <laughs> that too, man. That too. All right, let's get to the main attraction for today. So we really wanted to drop this we're we're recording this on Tuesday. June 21st, which is solstice, Uh, we're dropping this on Wednesday, Uh, but in all reality we really wanted to drop what we were going to talk about today, last week, Um, and that is Juneteenth or June 19th, which marks the day that federal troops finally arrived to Galveston, Texas to inform people that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and that there was no more civil war. Uh, that was about two and a half years after that happened. And what does you know? I, w- I want to get into the whole issue of it, but what does Juneteenth mean to you as far as as far as a national holiday and all of that? Before we get into other things about Juneteenth and and everything that goes along with it. Well, you know, it took them long enough to recognize it as a holiday.
1: That place is acting closed. You know, I went into a restaurant yesterday and the barmaid was like, yeah, we get to close early because it's Juneteenth. I'm ready to go. I'm going swimming and all this, blah, blah, blah. I'm just sitting like, oh, okay. Good for you. You know, I was I was off yesterday. <laughs> I didn't go in and do no off day work, and I just took the day. Um, and you know, now we get you know this is the second year we get paid for that work, or is it the third year?
0: Second, year. second or
1: third year. Yeah. yeah, that you know we it's a working holiday for us now. You know, it's not one of the you know, but it's a lot of places like the banks deserve it as a national holiday. I don't know if you knew that.
0: They did starting this year.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. The bank's in the post office, you know, treating it as a national holiday. We didn't make it a national holiday. But I'm going to take baby steps with this. It. It's cool. I'm going to take baby steps. But it's cool because Sunday, um, after I had brunch and everything, and I went and bought a couple things, I ran over and met a partner. He had a stand up um, over in this park over at Woodlawn. Uh, He got a clothing line called Black Excellence. And he had a stand set up over there. He was selling his Juneteenth t-shirts and everything and other apparel that he carried. And, you know, I went over there and, and, you know, messed with him for a while. But, you know, we were sitting there watching and watching everybody come around and gather. And, you know, it was a, uh, they was teaching line dancing and a whole bunch of other things that were going on. Uh, the basketball tournament that was going on in the rec center. But a lot, a lot of people were out celebrating this on Sunday. And I was just kind of overwhelmed with it, to be honest. Because I never only time I really see us coming together on something when there's something negative going on, when we have to protest against something, march against something, But this is something positive, something to enjoy, something to have fun, and something in life. And that was another thing I didn't hear about. No incidents that happened Sunday. None. To be quite honest, not an incident happened in my neck of the week, in my neighborhood. And there's normally always something going on. So that was another amazing thing for that day where nothing happened. That made headlines. But just to see everybody get together and enjoy each other's company, I mean, complete strangers. Some people knew each other, some didn't. But everybody got along like we all knew each other and grew up together.
0: And it's the way it's supposed time. to be, right? I mean, in all yeah. honesty. Yeah. And uh I got to I got to I got to make a amends on this. Um 1865 is when federal troops came to take control of the state and informed that they were freed. That was also the year that um Robert E Lee had uh surrendered at the courthouse at Appomattox. That was 2 months before and gordon granger stood on texas soil to say that now i will say this about texas um texas was texas was the first state to acknowledge Juneteenth. um they yes. started they started acknowledging it back in 1979 um and if you and if you come to houston especially it's quite interesting to see yeah um, freetown yeah we have freetown we got the freedman house i mean there are a mm-hmm. lot of things Buffalo, the Buffalo Soldiers Museum is another great um, place to go. But, um, you know, they were the first ones to to do it in 1979. Uh, prior to it being called Juneteenth, it was called Jubilee Day, where people got together. But I think, I think what's lost on all of this, I, my biggest issue with holidays is I don't think people understand why they have holidays. Right? So, some well, they do, just,
1: some don't, some just don't care.
0: Exactly, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, we get a holiday, cool. I get paid to not do anything. Well, no, understand why you're you're having a holiday. Maybe that's just the history, mm-hmm. the history teacher and me saying that, right? It's like there's a reason.
1: Um, well, and that's a true statement, though. That's a true statement. A lot of, and, and I hear, oh, oh, Johnson, oh, I get paid, oh. Sh- Girl, I ain't coming, to, man, I ain't coming to work either. You know what? I, like, but you know what you really need to be doing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. But, yeah, like I said, so even though it was Father's Day, you know, I was out and out doing this, doing that. You know, like I said, when I did the party, I was like, this, this was really cool. And I actually seen some people I ain't seen in, hell, fifteen
0: years, 20 years. <laughs> so... My my question. So one of the things people just assume um, is that once the black people were freed, right, there was no supposed slavery anymore. That everything was fine and dandy, and and this goes back to the fact that a lot of people are upset. Uh, you know, we we've discussed it in previous episodes where the black person is always ang- is angry, right, because. They're always playing behind. They're never, they're never seen as being equal, right? And so here's a situation where they're supposed to feel like they're equal, but yet the white person, especially down in the southern states, figured out ways to get around saying that they were, they were no longer slaves, right? Yes. So sharecroppers is one way of doing it. Another way was is that, you know, they would basically get arrested and and have to do community service, which was longer than they needed to. But, um, you know, from
1: where they were to where we are, is it any different? No. (laughs) No. In my opinion, no. Why? I mean, because... uh... Because, I mean, we're we're privy to a lot of things, but, you know, it goes back to, like I say, that that flag does not represent me because it treats me like a third-class citizen. This country treats me like a third-class citizen. No matter what educational background I may have, what career I might be into, or whatever. And the population of the white community that I'm still a third-class citizen, no matter what anybody else got to say. Especially when we had Barack Obama, the 44th president, he still got disrespected. He was the most powerful man in the country. He was the president and got disrespected like he was a third-class citizen. Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean <laughs> what? I see I mean no 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 I agree. I mean that's why I asked you, right? Um mm-hmm. I think I think if anybody ever travels and they go to Memphis, as much as everybody's like Graceland, 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 um, I, I never tell people to go to Graceland. <laughs> In fact, never that's been, like, I never wanted to go. That's like that's like the fifth or sixth place that I would recommend going if you're in Memphis. Uh, first one is the uh, the Lorraine Motel, where mm-hmm. MLK
1: was shot. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: because I mean, I mean, it's historic. You get to walk through the room that that he was in, you get to understand the, the gravity of it. Um, the fact that he was there for, for the rights of other people that were not black at the time, prior to him being shot, shows the magnitude of what he was trying to do to make people understand that black people deserve the same type of freedoms of white. Um, that was huge. But I always tell them Lorraine Motel first. Second is Stacks Museum because Stacks Museum was probably one of the most iconic record maker, record companies in the world at the time. And they never saw color. Right. Um, they, they may mention they it just probably, saw green. Uh, <laughs> uh, all they saw was, were, they were all musicians. They didn't care what what color they were, they just wanted to jam, right? And that's all right. they cared about. And so um, those two in particular are so strong when it comes to uh, finding ways to, to better ourselves as equal rights people. Um, because, you know, there's so many negatives. Uh, the, be- the best one I could come up with is uh, I read a book called Hoosiers. And the book on Hoosiers is not about basketball. It's about the state of Indiana. It is the preeminent book about the state of Indiana. And it is told through the lens of a left, uh, of a liberal, obviously. Um, but
1: the KKK started there.
0: Think about that. The KKK started in Indiana. mm mm-hmm. And when the slaves used to, when the slaves were freed, here is a Union state, and the slaves were freed before the Emancipation Proclamation. We all know that. Slaves would come into Indiana that came up from the South, and instead of being, instead of being welcomed with open arms by the white people, they basically said, here's $200. put you on a, we'll put you on a boat and send you back to where you came from.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And let, let's be honest. I'm going to guess the boat was kind of like a slave boat to begin with. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that also goes for, you know, when the Chinese came to San Francisco uh, with the way their boats were, were stacked, it wasn't right. There were always rules and regulations after, after Juneteenth that, have never been made right to to the people to the black community and i find it abhorrent obviously but i mean poll taxes um you know you have to know how to read you have to know how to you have to act a certain way you have to talk a certain way that ain't the way it's supposed to be because i'm, I'm sorry i i just came from san antonio and i, I stopped in like Flatonia. And there was a guy there that I guarantee you, uh, he was a white guy. I guarantee you he, I couldn't understand two things he was saying. And it just was because he wasn't, he wasn't as educated as other people. And there's nothing wrong with people not being educated. It happens. It's all walks of life. But don't just single out one group because they were never given the opportunity to do it. And that's, that's the problem with, with this whole situation is, back when this occurred in 1865, other rules were put in place to try to stop them from becoming part of the country.
1: But and now here we are, 2022, 1865, and 2022. Some leaps and bounds have been made, but we're still treated as third-class citizens, and it still shows through the test of time. Oh, how. <laughs> really don't give a fuck about black people. Period. With everything that's been going on from then to now, it's still it's still you might want to say it's still 1865. <laughs> I just I mean, real shit. That that's my personal take on view on it. No, and I mean, I'm... but like I said, you know and, and no matter what. Like I said, everybody sees things the way they want to see You know, they may say I'm flawed and saying the things or saying the things the way I see it, but you don't walk in the shoes I'm in and you don't have the job that I have. I see people every day of all walks of life. There's people who make, who, 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 trailer park trash there's white people that are trailer park trash that gets on my bus and they act like it's a privilege that they're riding my bus I should be you know, I should be thankful that I'm picking them up and I just sit and laugh like are you serious you know didn't want to talk to you all. um What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Oh, shit. This is is eating me up. Like, I'm beneath them. And I sit and laugh. And And then they want to try to tell me about myself. Oh, really? Okay. And the only thing I turn around and say, you know what? You're right. Jesus loves you. Because they ain't worth me, you know, ruining my day. but. It's just like you have to gall to get on my bus and want to try to talk down to me with one, I'm well-educated, two, I make more money than you ever see in your freaking life, three, I have a car, even though i, I get on the bus just because I don't want to pay for parking, and gas is 5 dollars a gallon. Screw you, buddy. <laughs> and four, kiss my ass. I don't care. <laughs> I'm better than you in all aspects. You know, but, but like I said, it, it goes from the riches of the rich to the poor and the poor. They all feel entitled. Like we supposed to still bend over and bow down. The hell I will.
0: I always so <clears> I've <throat> I've got a I've got a funny story and um so the other day I was I was driving um I was driving for Uber and driving around and I picked up this black black gentleman and he was he was very businessman he was businessman right and Mm -hmm. um, what i like to do is when i'm driving around there's only one thing i want to listen to when i'm driving uh Mm -hmm. ubering around i want to listen to cool in the gang (laughs) okay okay so i put pandora on i put cool in the gang on because i know i'm going to get some really good tunes right
1: and Mm -hmm. so this
0: guy was like he gets done. He goes, all right, I got I to be honest with you. And I'm like, okay, what? He goes, I got in my car and I thought I was going to listen to country music. And I go, oh, okay. Well, th- did you want to hear country music? He goes, no, 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 sir. He goes, the music you had is probably some of the best music I've ever heard. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I would have never, never put it on you to, to listen to that. And I'm like, oh, man, I love Cool in the Gang. I go, you don't get it. it it's the best stuff in the world, that, that music. It always makes you happy. Well, you, it know, always, well, always,
1: you, you, you talk about cooling the game. That goes across all times. Cooling the
0: game. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, you but you know what? It, you, it, it'll it surprise you, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, surprise, it surprises you that some people don't see it that way. Right? There's an old white guy named
1: Jack. He used to live in Price Hill. I think he lives up on uh, on the west side up on Harrison now. But when he get real real good and drunk, when I used to pick him up at night, and, and that he will start off with cool in the gang. Now he will sing three songs. It'd be cool in the gang, cool in the gang. Then he go to Earth Wind and Fire, Earth Wind and Fire. And when he be like, right, he be like, "All right, Jay, pull up. I got Pete." And then be like, "Just let me go. I'm. A, I. I I'll see you tomorrow night." I let him up at the bottom of the hill. He going to pee, I going up to you. <coughs> and I see him all night. That was his routine. So, like I said, cool in the game, you're talking about something that's crossed all time. Everybody listens to cool in the game. Some people might perp and be like, no, listen to that. Yeah, you do. If it come on, I guess it's lady night. <laughs> They'd be all into it. So, but, I mean, but, like I said, and you know, that... And is not touching. But it, like I said, you know, we still treat it like third classes. I don't care what anybody got to say. I don't care what leaked and bounds and hurdles We done jumped and made an accomplishment. And the white eyes, it don't mean
0: shit. So here's here's my question to you as as we're closing it out. What needs to change when it comes to Juneteenth? How, how do we make this to where people understand
1: it's not just a regular holiday. Well, let me, from what, and, and this is just, you know, I'm not on Facebook anymore. And then, and this is just from Twitter and Instagram. Okay. From what I just scanned over the weekend, leading up to Juneteenth, there's a lot of people posting about it. I've seen a lot of things talking about Juneteenth. So for, you know, Juneteenth party here, come celebrate. You know, different little aspects like that. Barbecue, cookout, hangout, Juneteenth at the fireworks at the end of the night. You know, things of that aspect. But then I also seen the nightclub promotion stuff. Yeah, we're partying here, Juneteenth. You know, Sunday night, you know, come with your best dresses. You know, that stuff there, you know, that's 4th of July, Memorial Day. Christmas, Thanksgiving, New year You know, everybody do one of them type of club night parties. Okay. And then on Twitter, I saw some of very little talking about Jones. The only thing that's been on Twitter this whole weekend was Golden State. And Amon, uh what's his name? You know, he, he cussed his ass off, which was funny, but. Draymond, really didn't see Draymond much about Green? June. Yeah, Draymond Green. Yeah. You know. Fuck it. You know, whatever. But. But it was very little on Twitter that I seen that talked about Juneteenth. You know, if if it's put more out there and then see, it's sad that Juneteenth comes up when the kids are out of school.
0: Yeah, you know you, know you know what we and I mean we'll get we'll get into it in February, but I mean we do have Black History Month. And that's Black History Month. But but I mean it's twenty eight days. But wait a minute, wait a minute.
1: The black history that's being taught is out of date. It needs to be revised, added to, more to it because there's more black accomplishments that's not talked about.
0: See, like, and, and I uh, don't, and so then maybe that's where, maybe those are the educators where you're at. Okay, well, but, I'm going to tell you to look up for the, look,
1: look and see if you can find this book. It's a black history book. The Arthur name is Mary Moore. And I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I know the author' name is Mary Moore, and it's a black history book. And she talked about other pertinent things of black history that's not taught in school. That should be taught in school. You know, you know, Black History Month, you know, we get the shortest month of the year. 28, 29 days. You know, let's extend Black History Month from February to the middle of March, or to the end of March. Give it more than just a month, you know, because there's a lot more black history out there that's not talked about, that is truly relevant in this day and age. Okay, are we talking about Mary Moore Easter? No, it should just be Mary Moore. Okay. I cannot find her in Amazon. Okay. Um, Well, let me do this. Let me text her. (laughs) That's my aunt. There we go. (laughs) So, here... Was she born in Alabama? No.
0: Oh, never mind. All right, so... I agree with you. I agree. Um, But, like, for me... I try to make sure that I try to to bring up newer accomplishments. Um, the kids at the school know that I'm not a big rap person, but I will play rap once in a while, provided it's clean. Um, but I'll I'll usually play R&B because that's my jam so much. But what what do we what do we what if what if we were to take, and I understand that they're out of school right now, but what if we were to take Juneteenth and instead of doing like the whole let's party, they make it more about, yes, we need to have a celebration, but I think there needs to be some form of discussion that goes along with it.
1: Well, yeah, certain places did do that. Certain places had
0: discussion.
1: They had talks. You know, it was certain things, you know, certain places did do that, you know, across the country, but everybody didn't do that. It, everybody mainly celebrated and, and yeah. I just lost you. Which is cool, too. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm losing you there.
0: Yeah, I know. We're losing. Uh,
1: okay. Are but, you there?
0: Can I hear you now?
1: Yeah, I
0: can hear I can hear you now. Um so, um, go ahead. I just want I I just think that when it comes to Juneteenth, I think it's such I think it's more important than 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 quite a few holidays to be honest. I think it's more important than Flag Day. Um Hell yeah. I think it's more important than Labor Day.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Um I won't say it's as important as Memorial Day, but I think Memorial Day needs to be understood as as a holiday for all veterans, not just not just those that fought in World War II. Right? I think that that well, should be for everybody. Well,
1: well they, they they cover everybody
0: veterans? because we had
1: more wars than just World War II. Yeah, we, it, it covers everybody. They cover the Vietnam War, Gulf okay. War. I mean, everything. veteran. Everybody's thrown into that. Yeah, Memorial Day, still active service. You're thrown into that. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's because every time I hear Memorial Day, everybody talks about. From what I see, it's World War II, and I think it should be everything. Um.
1: Any last thoughts? Uh, last thoughts. Last oh, thoughts. <laughs> so. You know, uh, but, yeah, I mean, everything we're saying, we're on the same page. But, yes, I believe you need to be more talked about during the school. They can get a better up because, you know, they, they have more more time. Okay, it's called "Forever Black, but Always Proud." By always proud, forever black, but always proud. Always Mary Moore. There we go. Yes, I got it. It's out of print. It's out of print. Kill me. Kill me now. Hold on. Trying to see if I can save it somewhere. Can't. It was published in 1988. Yes.
0: There you go. See, I'm smart. I know how to read. Um, <laughs> I think I but, think yeah, I think that really does need to be something that needs to happen more, right? Um, more education regarding it. Um, I think
1: yeah, because a lot of kids don't know what it's about, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the Houston Dash did a really good job. Um, okay, where they basically because they're in Houston, they can do it, but they went to you know they went and showed areas in Houston that you can go and you can, you can learn more about Juneteenth, right? Right. And they put it on Instagram. Right.
1: They have a lot down there. There's a lot. Oh, that no. Was one thing that I was, I was going to, like, kind of sneak in when I get down there.
0: <laughs> oh, no. There's a ton of stuff. Ton of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You I, I no. know. I, I'm gonna, you know, sneak out get some food, and ooh, let's go here, ooh, let's go here. Ah, shit, let's go get some more food. Oh, shit, gotta drive back to Dallas.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's and it was something that I was watching, you know, and here, here I was watching uh, uh, Top Chef, Houston. And they took a bunch of the contestants, a bunch of the chefs, uh-huh. um, to Freetown, okay. where they literally got, they got a tour, they got a tour of the church, uh, I forget the lady that's the the, the di- director there, but you know, she gave them a tour of the church, and then it was other people there that was cooking food. Yeah, I mean, and and that's where
0: and I, there's just so many things that we can. I mean, once you get down here, we'll we'll go wherever you want, man. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not <laughs> take you anywhere. I'll take you everywhere. But uh, yeah, but so you know, and then that
1: would made me, you know, pull up more of it and, and started digging into it I was like damn, I didn't know this. You know, I know it was a it was another town down there uh, uh, um, because uh, and I didn't know nothing about this until who was it? The Gary On and his wife went down there because his wife had relatives that died in that town. That uh, it was an all black town. They got burned down, and I can't remember the name of that town. It might be might be part of Free Town. It might be part of Freetown. I can't remember, but yeah, I mean, so you know, it, it's it's little things like that that scattered throughout the United States that nobody knows about. It's like a diamond in a rough of history.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton that's of stuff not
1: talked about.
0: No, I know, and maybe that's what we'll do one day is we'll we'll just discuss some of the some of the locations that we can go to. Um, That people should visit, like the uh, Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Yeah, the
1: Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Right. You know,
0: some have, some
1: have. You know, it's a cool thing to do.
0: Yeah. And right now, right now, they're talking, right now, they have an exhibit going on called Marking Time Art in the Age of Mass Incarceration. And it goes through August 7th, 2022. Um, Oh, my. You might have to check that out whenever I decide to take another day off. <laughs> but yeah. And, um, you know, if you haven't been there, it's a great, great, great place. Um, I wonder, uh, as we – we'll end on this because I think it's it would be – it's just one of those things that just popped in my head. I wonder how many fans, right, that go to Bengals games that walk by there,
1: understand the importance of that place Mm. we should take a we should take a poll one day wow
0: wow (laughs) because your mind there your mind isn't I mean and I'll be the first one to say it right the only reason why I know about that place is because the the day before the game I went to it so I know where it's at so I understand it I know why it's there plus I'm I'm a history human so you know I I'm going to know about these places but I mean people are always on their phones they're always texting each other they're always talking they're just walking by it I guarantee you 90 I would say about 75% of the people do not even know that the underground the national underground
1: Railroad Freedom Center is even there. Wow. Look, you done blew my head with them because you're absolutely, probably 100% right. And I'm going to say less than that. I mean, more than that, probably about 80% don't even know what it's, what is there for.
0: I just want to, do you think Craig knows?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he might say, Do a sir, beer. <laughs> they got Nick <make> Ultra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Bad, it just, it, I love Craig. And <laughs> it 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 boggles the mind. It just it's one of those things that I just thought about it. It's like, how often? I mean, how often do we walk by? How often do fans walk by it? I walk by it every single time. I park in the parking structure. I know about it. I walk by it, but I know there's a significance to it. And then I go back to thinking about what the hell's going on with the Bengals. But, I mean, <laughs> I,
1: you know. Uh, I'm going to pick up a copy still, so, next. Uh... Next time you in town, I, I have it for you. What? I didn't hear <laughs> a word you said. I said, I'm going to pick you. My aunt got a copy.
0: So next time you in town, I'm going to have one for you. All right. I'll read it. You know i read that kind of stuff. Jesus, I got over 600. I got over, I don't, wouldn't say 600 books, but I got a ton of books. So, yeah. But yes, I think I think that we should have a discussion in regards to every place that we could possibly go to to help people understand black history. I think maybe we do that mm-hmm. next week. Maybe we bring I doubt Craig will come on. We should bring Craig on and ask him. Nah. Nah. Nah.
1: We don't want to do that. No. <laughs> All right. I'll do that for him, Chris. He's scared it up as it is. Yeah, I know. Gotta, you know, we got to walk in them baby steps. Yeah.
0: Baby steps.
1: Baby steps. But, uh, yeah, so, okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it'll be a maze. And shit, we want, I have to wait until September for that one. But I will walk around and ask you. You know me, I'm stupid. I
0: don't give fun. <laughs> oh, I want to do it with you. I'll do it with you. I'll get, I'll you get. I mean, ain't going me. to answer the question. Okay, next. Hey, but here's, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, 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 though. I got to do it on a day, <coughs> on a game where my wife doesn't go because, you know, she doesn't like going early.
1: <laughs> okay. We got there with, like we we
0: well that that's
1: on the list to do.
0: We got twenty. It's like twenty five minutes is like the cutoff period
1: for her. That's the list to do.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> alrighty. With that, I have been. Uh, I I have been. <laughs> Alright. With that, I'm able. <laughs> I'm Andy Villanueva. Uh, He's James Moore, and we will talk to you next week.